Hi there, and welcome back. In a recent podcast episode, I explained the meaning of some nautical expressions that are used in everyday English. And I thought it would be interesting to do a series of podcasts on popular idioms that have interesting origins or with current meanings and uses that are not necessarily connected to those origins. So this time, I will cover a set of idioms related to animal words. At the end of the podcast, I will mention an excellent link if you are interested in finding the origins of other expressions you know in English. But before that, I have 14 expressions for you. There are many more animal-based idioms, so I'm sure to do another one with more soon. Just before we get started, you can now drop me a short voice recording via SpeakPipe. Just follow the link in the description for this episode. If you have a comment, question or suggestion for a future podcast, you can record me a short message and I'll get back to you. Now, let's have a look at those animal-based idioms. Right, up first, there. this is a popular one and I'm sure you've already heard it. The expression, it's raining cats and dogs, which means it's raining very heavily. And an example could be, I couldn't go out earlier because it was raining cats and dogs. Now, I don't really know the origin of this expression. However, apparently it has been in the English language since the 17th century. So it's been around for a while. Number two. Has the cat got your tongue? Okay, this is something you say to someone who doesn't answer a question or someone who seems inexplicably silent. Has the cat got your tongue? It's like, why aren't you speaking? Why aren't you answering the question? Has the cat got your tongue? Right, different animal for number three. He's a dark horse. Now, this is an expression used for someone who is not very well known, but suddenly becomes famous. We don't really know much about their background. The origin of this expression comes from horse racing. Number four, she's the black sheep of the family. Now, the black sheep of the family means somebody who's rebellious, doesn't fall in line with the rest of the family, doesn't follow the rules, okay? Number five. I have a meeting with a big fish. Now, big fish means a very important client. Okay, now on the subject of fish, here's another one. Don't be a cold fish. Well, if you call someone a cold fish, for example, don't be a cold fish is what you say to someone who doesn't show any enthusiasm for a plan that everyone else wants to do. So don't be a cold fish. All right, another one. I wish I could be a fly on the wall. Now, a fly on the wall. It's an expression you can say to someone in reference to a meeting happening on something very, very important that you cannot hear. Okay, because a fly on the wall inside the room would be able to hear what's going on. So you can't because you're on the other side of the door. So you say, oh yeah, I wish I was a fly on the wall in that meeting. Okay, the next one. I think this is uh, the eighth, uh, so I'm going to call it number eight. He has always been a lone wolf. 
Okay, a lone wolf. A lone wolf is like a, a maverick. And that word maverick may be familiar to some of you, as it's also the name of Tom Cruise's next big movie, Top Gun Maverick. And his character in the Top Gun movies, Maverick, that's his call sign. It's basically someone who likes to work alone. So if someone is a lone wolf, someone who likes to work alone, not necessarily into teamwork. But it doesn't always have to be a negative thing. Okay, number nine. This town has gone to the dogs. The town has gone to the dogs. Which means the state or the condition or the standards of the town have really decreased. Now it is suggested that the original meaning could have been related to food that was not fit for human consumption. It was like not good enough for humans to eat. Maybe only good enough for the dogs. Okay, so poor quality. Number 10, there's not enough room in here to swing a cat. To swing a cat. Okay, this is quite a graphic example if you think about somebody swinging a cat. However, this is in fact another nautical expression. And the cat in question is supposed to refer to a whip, which was used to discipline the sailors on board a vessel. The whip was called the cat of nine tails. Now, that doesn't sound very friendly at all. Um, but the meaning today, if you say there's not enough room in here to swing a cat, it means the place is really, really small, okay? Limited space. Right, and another example with cats. Um, don't let the cat out of the bag, number 11. Don't let the cat out of the bag means don't reveal the secret. And again, it's said that the cat is referring to the whip that we just talked about in the previous example. So if you keep the secret, or they will get the whip out. So don't let the cat out of the bag. Right, and guess what? I have another example with cat for number 12. And this one is to set the cat among the pigeons. Okay, so if you set the cat among the pigeons, this means you have stirred up or created a lot of trouble and a real commotion and possibly panic. Okay, so a pigeon is a bird. So if you imagine a cat in a group of birds, the birds are gonna go crazy, they're gonna try and fly off to escape. It's gonna be chaotic. So set the cat among the pigeons. Right, number 13, it's like water off a duck's back. Now, if it's like water off a duck's back, this means that nothing affects you. For example, people insult him all the time, but he doesn't care. It's like water off a duck's back. Right, and number 14. Okay, number 14 is, I feel like a guinea pig. A guinea pig. Okay, this means that you feel like someone is testing you or you're being experimented on. Okay, and I did some research on the animal guinea pig because uh, it has no relation to pig whatsoever. Uh, it is a rodent and it doesn't even come from Guinea. However, I did find out quite a lot of information about the origin of guinea pig. But as it's quite a lot of information, 
I'm going to suggest you go and check it out for yourself. Now, remember the beginning of the episode, I mentioned a link. Well, the link is www.phrases.org.uk. It is, as I discovered, an excellent reference for idioms in English. So, if you have any other idioms that you know in English and you're interested to find or discover if they have any historic origins, then check out that webpage and see what you discover. So, I'm going to let you check that out for yourself and I will come back with another podcast with more idioms related to animals and many other topics. But that's going to be it for this episode. So, thanks for listening and go practice some English. And I'll see you next time. Cheers.